And I can remember having a fight one day. I started to slip into that mode again. And you quickly called me out and said, you're slipping into your counselor mode again. I need I need you to be in it with me. I need you to be my husband, not a counselor at the moment. And it smacked me upside the head. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, things Paul wished he knew how to do early in our marriage. So what's the question you have in your mind? My question is, what is some an area that you struggled with in relate? Okay, so I'll just tell you, here's what I thought of. One of the things for me early in our marriage that I really struggled with was this idea that I shouldn't have to tell you all the things that I was thinking. You should just know. So I had a lot of expectations of you. I shouldn't have to tell you that I like this or that I want to do this or these things make me feel good. You should just know those things. Got it. And that's that's kind of the thought process that I was, you know. I guess mine is more personal and not as relational based if if we want to make a, a specification on that. The thing that caused the most problems for me affected both our relationship, but also me personally, was this fear of inconveniencing people. Mm. Um, and I wish I would have learned how to deal with that earlier. I wish I would have had somebody who could come along and say, Paul, this is a significant theme in your life and let me show you how to work on this. And here's how it's affecting your marriage. Again, we've told the stories about grocery shopping and how how pushing I, my card out of the way i'm aware of everyone's around us and you are oblivious to everyone around us and right. i interpret that as being rude and insensitive and not thinking about and, others and yeah inappropriate and it it just drove me crazy it made me crawl out of my skin but that's about me not about you that's that's i mean it happens even when you're not around so it's not sure. it's not a you thing it's a me right. thing and i just don't want to ever inconvenience anybody i I believe that I am morally superior to everyone because I try to think about how my actions affect everybody. And people who don't do that are morally inferior to me and, and bad human beings. Right. Talk about a superiority complex and a, and a thing that's going to get you smacked because you think you're better than everyone else. That's a real problem. Right. Well, and, and especially when you don't actually verbalize that. No, I just you assume. Just, yes, you just assume that. And expect. And expect that. And... Um, I could feel it. Yeah. And I just kind of connected the dots a little bit too, because for a long time, not just marriage wise, but just I, I can remember for such a long time where I just never, ever felt good enough. Yeah. And, and I never made the connection that some of that, mm -hmm. some of that just is personal struggle, mm -hmm. but some of that probably came directly out of that moral superiority complex that you carried around that never actually said, but it was very present all the mm -hmm. time. So huh, I never put that two and two together. But I also wrapped it or couched it in this idea that I, I am trying to take care of other people. I'm trying to treat people well, so I'm justified in, right. in my crappy behavior. Right. It's it's complicated being married to me. I apologize <laughs> now. This is not a, It's not an easy task to choose to be married to me for almost 30 years right but but we both are complicated and we both have our own yeah bags of crazy that we bring into yeah. the marriage so and i wish that i could say that i have 
overcome that ailment, but I have it. It's hardwired into my system. And on good days, I have it under control. And on bad days, it runs rampant. And I'm um, being critical of everybody and all the drivers out there right. and the neighbors and every, anyone else I interact with who I feel like I'm being slighted because they haven't thought about me. Right. It's it's a horrible thing to do. Yeah, but I think the big difference between then and now, though, is then you never would have talked about it, admitted it, recognized that you I were doing that. Yeah. And once you became aware of it, we talked about it. And when you're kind of feeling that way, yeah, we talk about it. And so I think that makes a huge difference. I'll, I'll give you another one. I'll okay. give you another one that I wish I would have had guidance or training on earlier on. Mm -hmm. um, and it actually was the reason I created a lot of the programs uh, through Secure Marriage here. So the Codependency Project and the Relationship Roadmap and things like that, because it all comes out of my own level of unhealth. And as I try to get healthy, it was safe to say that early in our marriage, whenever you were having an emotional problem or we were in conflict in some way, I would put all of my feelings into a box. I'd lock the box. I'd, I'd keep it inside and I would shift to what do I need to do to make you happy? What do I yeah. need to do to take care of you? How do I listen to you, empathize, validate, take care of you in some way? Right. And I thought I think I got pretty good at that. I think I got you were really very, good very at good taking at that. good care of you. Yes, very good at that. But I would never go back and open up that box, and I would never expose the ways that I was mad at you, or the way that you hurt me, right. or what my feelings were. I never really gave myself. I never became vulnerable with you early in our marriage, right? And because I didn't think that I needed to. And I can remember having a fight one day. I think it was in this house after we moved into here. We were in our bedroom that I started to slip into that mode again. And you quickly called me out and said, you're slipping into your counselor mode again. I need, I need you to be in it with me. I need you to be my husband, not a counselor at the moment. And it smacked me upside the head because if I'm going to be in it with you, that doesn't mean I have my calm, soothing counselor voice. Right. Tell me how you feel, darling. I'm really listening right now. Your feelings matter to me. I don't put on that voice. Right. I put on the husband voice, which is, okay, I need to listen to you, but you're driving me crazy. You're bugging the crap out of me. And I still need to be kind and, and understanding to you. But as soon as you're done telling me what I've done and, and you feel better, I'm going to tell you how mad I am at you and, yes. and give you my feelings. And we are still learning that that's not always easy. No, you don't like my feelings sometimes. Well, no, no, I don't. Sadly, <laughs> which equates but, to you don't like me in those moments as well. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the interesting thing part, the interesting part about it is when you made that shift, I yeah. didn't know what to do with it. it. Freaked you out. It did. And because I could not understand why this time you were mad at me when all the other times. I you, was hiding being you, mad at you. Yes. And I've I been had, mad at you all the time. And I had no idea. And I actually, I actually felt a sense of like, well, we've been living a lie because you haven't been honest and and I had you had all of these feelings that were built up over years and years and years 
that I had no idea about. Yeah. I mean, I, I would know that there was something bugging you or whatever, but I just figured once we got it and I felt better and you seemed to feel better that it was done. Yeah. And so, and we really never did go back to see how you felt about things or your your experience. So when you started making that change, it was like, I, I honestly felt like you didn't care about me anymore. Yeah. Like I, I could not get it. Now I think, and, and I'm still not great at listening. It's really hard for me. I try my best. Um, I, it, I just am so sensitive. My feelings get hurt again, like over and over. And so it's, it's hard for me, but I'm, I'm glad that you are sharing those with me because it makes you congruent mm. on, on what I sense on the inside and, or what's I sense mm-hmm. on the outside is congruent with what you're feeling on the inside. And I, I have grown and I'm older and have experienced more. And I, and so um, I see those things that you used to hide. I see those now. You don't hide them well anymore. I, I'm, I choose not to hide them anymore. Right. But my eyes, my eyes are open to them, whereas I was pretty blinded to them early in our marriage. So, so. are you saying that you would rather have me share my feelings with you even if my feelings hurt your feelings well yeah we've we've <clears throat> talked about that okay just i just want to get it on record here i want <laughs> i want other people to be you a want witness other here people to be a witness <laughs> <laughs> so that the next time we do a podcast we've just had a fight we can go remember the last time we had this and I'll podcast say, no i didn't say that yeah rewind the tape and right. go ahead and listen to it you right. want me to share my feelings even yes. if my feelings hurt you yes of course you want to know me Yes. You want me to be vulnerable. It's yes. actually not a great relationship with when only one person is expected to be vulnerable and the other person is closed off or guarded in some way. Right. That's not actually a great relationship. Right. We are both called to do it. And it is hard for men to do that. It 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 opens us up to criticism and critique. Sure. And attack because if I share with you who I am and what I'm feeling and you get pissed off at me for that, well, then I'm getting rejected. I'm, right. I'm getting shut down in some way. Right. And so it's easier just to protect myself preemptively. Preemptively, yeah. It, and it's not so much that that I don't want to hear your feelings because I, I want to know what you think and feel. I just don't like knowing that I'm the one that caused you to have those feelings. That's the that hard is, part for me. Yeah, that is a hard part. And that is the art of this thing called marriage, where you're able to compartmentalize enough and say, it doesn't matter who hurt his feelings, he's hurting. Right. And I'm going to take care of, not in a codependent way, but I'm going to care that his feelings are hurt rather than care about your own feelings right. more. Right. I, I'm getting, I don't want to be the bad person. I don't want to be accused. That's right. thinking about you. You're not thinking about me at that moment. Right. I, I'm getting better at it. It's, you are. And, and it comes to my mind much faster now yeah. when you share with me. Unless, uh, unless of course, I'm going to put this caveat on there. Unless, of course, I'm already in my survival brain and then I just don't hear anything sure. well at all. So sure. that that's kind of like the yeah. my, my yeah. survival brain threshold is sadly much lower than I would like it to be. But I wish I wish I would have learned those skills much, much earlier in our relationship. Yeah. It would have changed a lot. Yeah. We have a pretty good marriage now, but I think we would have had an even better marriage. Right. Yeah. Much sooner. So I have one more. No, I don't have one. Those would be the things that I would say that I needed to learn early in our relationship. Yeah. I'm thankful that you have learned them. We've but 
I've had to learn most of these things on my own, by the way. I, I've done my own right. research. I've done my own reading. I've done my own work. I've I've had to figure this out on my own. I, and it would have been easier if there was a program, if there was somebody who would have come alongside and said, hey, I see this happening in your in your relationship. Here's a direction to go. Here's, yeah. here's someone you can talk to. For sure. Here's a book you can read. Here's all these things. I've actually learned a lot from, uh, I've read a lot of books. And there's a couple on my shelves that I still have from 25 years ago that just opened my eyes, that kind of big, big revelation concepts um, that brought some self-awareness and brought some desire to be better as, as a husband. Right. Um, I've tried to condense all of that stuff into digestible programs now so that people don't have to have an entire library like I do. Um, and they can actually hear and learn from us. Again, podcasts didn't exist when we were first married. Right. The internet didn't exist when we were right. first married. For sure. And so there's so many amazing resources, online resources and ways to get connected to other human beings that are further down the road that, right. that you can you can learn from. Right. So this and, is and a you've great cre- and age you, yeah. to be married. Sorry, <laughs> I totally interrupted you. That's and you've okay. created those so that so that people don't have to spend as much time yeah. as you did having to learn it. And, exactly. And exactly. I, I think that's what I love about being able to do this podcast is that we can talk about things that we have gone through, that we have learned how to do better yeah. and get connected faster and those kind of things. Um, so that people who are struggling with those things that we have struggled with can hear how to handle them and learn and, and go through and learn so that they can go through it faster. They don't have to spend all the years that we spent trying to figure it out. They can just get little bits and pieces now that start building that in um, less time. So I, I just love that about doing a podcast with you. I do too. We keep learning about ourselves in, as we do this. Yeah. We're probably getting more benefit out of it than anyone else is. So, you know, neener neener (laughs) (laughs) we're we're glad to take the the learning and the the lessons from it yeah so those are good questions darling thanks Thanks. for asking i appreciate it yeah i just i just thought of those yeah i thought that would be a good one it is you got more in there we should hit stop and then hit a record again and do another one you got more questions maybe i can think about it well we'll end it here and then maybe you have another question all right thanks for listening everyone we'll see you next time all righty goodbye bye